I mean, I've, I've suffered from anxiety, I think probably all my life. I mean, I remember when I was a little kid having all these little anxieties and stuff, but I never really knew until I was about 17. Um, and I guess when I was doing my exams, my GCSEs or run up to my GCSEs, it, you know, it just, things fell apart. And for quite a few years, I didn't sleep, I didn't eat, you know, I was anorexic. I, you know, there were all kinds of things, panic attacks and all these little things that I had to do to cope with life. And, um, and things have got, you know, things got better uh, and things got worse. And throughout the years, it's been very, you know, like long periods of being really good and periods of being really bad. Um, but I found the same thing, the last really nasty period of this I went through. I mean, it's still kind of bad right now, but, um, but before that, like when it got bad again, after a long, long time of it being, of being okay, um, I started writing and, and I wrote some stuff on Facebook and, um, so, you know, and so many people said, oh my God, I would never have known that you have panic attacks or anxiety or, you know, and um it's so amazing and I, I suffer from this too or i suffer from depression or you know like you know and it really helped so i think that same thing that sharing it it just gets rid of the stigma and the stigma is so like heavy on you sometimes that you think oh my god i'm so abnormal and really i think more people i know more people with anxiety or with mental health issues than i than not mm -hmm. so you know, it's, it's pretty amazing, you know, just, just letting that go. So, you know, I figure if I can be part of that, then it's wonderful. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, since I, uh, since I, uh, went live with it, uh, yeah. uh People did open up to me. People did open up, and then it's it's quite empowering. So to belong in that sense, sense of community, and what do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, sometimes obviously you feel very alone, but when you actually bring yourself back to earth, because you know when you're anxious, you just think that everything is wrong and life is too hard and you're the only one that's thinking these things. So if you can bring yourself back down to earth and think like, okay, I'm walking down the street. I'm really anxious. Probably, you know, three out of 10 people I pass are probably having these same feelings right now. You know, it gives you that connection and it gives you like, it is sort of a sense of community. It's kind of weird. So you said that you, you, you developed these, uh, anxieties and these these problems um when you were 17 through gcscs uh can you remember the first uh the first time you kind of felt like oh yeah i, ha I have i have this problem i have this problem and, um, and how did you feel back then like were you able to uh to adapt to it or to i, I don't know to kind of um to tackle these issues by yourself strange because you know a lot of people say you all, you never forget your first panic attack but I can't honestly can't remember my first panic attack I can't really I mean I remember a couple of things that happened like 
being on the bus and just being like, get me off this bus. And I guess those were panic attacks and I just didn't really think about it or I'd get really bad stomach aches. And I think that's how I ended up being anorexic was that I just stopped eating because I'd get stomach aches so often and I, it must've been just anxiety and panic attacks, you know, that I just get horrible stomach cramps, want to throw up, all of that. And I, do, I don't remember ever really being aware that, you know, I was having panic attacks or that I was definitely, you know, like an anxious person. I just thought how I could get around certain situations, you know, and I don't think it was, it, it, I don't know. I don't think it was until much, much later. I mean, like even after university, when I think back, I think how the hell did I get through university in London, having panic attacks, drinking so much, smoking so much weed, you know, like all of this stuff, like how did I get through all of this emotional turmoil? And then how did I go, I went traveling on my own and all this kind of thing, but I do remember having the anxieties, but just kind of do every, doing everything around it anyway. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I did go to therapy, um, when I was maybe 19 or 20, um, I had, I did go to CBT, but I think it was like really not very often. I mean, it was like three times or something and it was, I didn't find it very helpful at all. Um, I was on medication. I mean, I still am on medication, but I was put on medication um, when I was 17 or 18 um, to try and get me eating again um, because they said I was probably, you know, anorexic because of, or they, you know, they sometimes treat anorexia and bulimia with antidepressants. So I think that did help a bit as well. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's so hard looking back on it and not really seeing a pattern. It's just been sometimes really bad, sometimes really good. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I still take medication now. I still try and work through things in a certain way, but I've also tried to stop myself avoiding things, um, which is very difficult. You know, um, but yeah, it's really difficult to know. Are there, when it uh, are there situations where you, um, what, what type of situations are you trying not to avoid? Um, basically, like me spending time on my own is very difficult. That's when all my anxiety starts. And, you know, I'm a very social person anyway. Um, but say I have a day where, you know, I have some work to do but mostly I'm just going to be on my own doing my own thing. And I will get really anxious about it, like really crazily anxious. And all these things come up about like, Oh, what am I doing with my life? And am I doing enough? And you know, it just, I just spiral. So I have to keep busy all the time. And I think sometimes that's really negative for me. I need to learn to just be able to chill. Mm -hmm. um, and 
that's that's probably the most difficult thing for me but also just um things like being completely out of my comfort zone um i went to sulawesi in january and you know i don't really like planes i didn't really like the thought of being on boats i didn't really like the thought of being stuck on an island that has no healthcare no nothing you know but i did it you know i was like i got to go and this is you know I, this is an opportunity i can't not do so there's certain things that i will just say yes okay i'm going to do it and i do it but often it's the everyday stuff that's much much harder for me you know like just making myself get up get the kids to school and then do my work and all of that it's you know it's it's a much i don't know like it's like the adrenaline kicks in when i have to do something i really don't want to do and i can do it so does does sometimes um our situations where you really like to do like you know you meet up with friends or i mean even doing this when 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 i woke up to do this um i woke up and was like I have, I have this thing with, with Hannah at nine o'clock. I should have to, have to get ready. I have to wake up an hour before, even though I'm not meeting you, I have to take a shower, I have to do this, I have to do my, I, I don't know, do I look good and all that stuff? I have to finish all this stuff first, you know? Um, it, it's strange. It's like, even though this, this is what I want to do, this is what I love doing, that freaks yeah. me out as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just the preempting all the different things that could happen. I guess it's your brain saying, Oh my God, what if I don't get this done? Or what if, you know, this happens or, you know, and all the what ifs. And um, I guess when it's something bigger, you know, like I've flown to England with the kids on my own a couple of times now and been absolutely fine. Once I'm in it, I'm just doing it. I just, you know, I'm just doing it. It's fine. It's, it's all the little things that you're just like, oh, God, like that's nagging at me and that's nagging at me. And like, that's so much harder for me. So it's, it, you're, it's, you're more anxious of the, uh, of the thought of the event than the event itself. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's so funny that, you know, in the, in the midst of a panic attack is sometimes better than being anxious all day, all the time. You know what I mean? I definitely know what you mean. I definitely know what you mean. Yeah, it's like get it done. Just get it over with. <laughs> it, 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 like, once you feel sad, it's over. Now. Once you, yeah. once you once you cry, it's over. Now. It's over. Now. Yeah. So you were at your you were at your, but now there's only one way uh, one one way uh, from there. Yeah, exactly. It's it's cathartic even you know it's like just just do it like if i'm if i'm going to have a panic attack just get it done just i mean please stop messing around <laughs> stop lingering <laughs> yeah exactly but i mean it's like i don't know if you've read the book dare have you read it mm, it became to. really big um on like instagram and stuff and people were you know, doing it for flying. It's really, you should read it because it says in part of it, um, you know, yeah, just bring it on. Just 
I'm tired of all these little like annoying warnings like, oh, you're going to die. Oh, you're going to, you know, whatever. Just either just do it or don't. Like, it's annoying. Um, I mean, that's one thing. That's one thing that really helped me. Um, that book in particular really helped me um, when I went through a really tough period of bad, bad anxiety. And um, I keep telling myself I need to read it again now and go through all the steps again. Um, but I think that's the only book I've ever read that really helped. So. I just want to like rewind a little bit here. Uh, you said that, that you have bouts of uh, really, really bad, um, like bad runs, let's say, like bad uh, sections of your life. Uh, do, do you mind uh, talking a little bit, one of them? Yeah, sure. Um, I think the first one I had here um, in, well, in Bali, um was when i was pregnant with lola so 2008 uh 2007 end of 2007 so i came back from the isle of man we'd been in the isle of man for a couple of months i think we spent a couple of months with my parents and i was you know newly pregnant for the first time i was 26 years old and um i felt so alone and i'd come off my my antidepressant because I was pregnant um, and it was horrendous. I mean, it was just constant panic attacks, constant just crying. All I wanted to do was sleep and I felt hideous because I was pregnant. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it was really, really rough. And I ended up in hospital because my, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't eat. So I was losing weight. You know, I was five months pregnant and losing weight, which was not great. Um, I ended up in hospital for about five days, I think, on a drip because my blood pressure was really low. And I started seeing um, a psychiatrist here then. Um, and she, she put me back on my antidepressant and said, you know, this is going to do more harm to the baby, or, you know, not taking it and feeling so bad and not eating and everything is going to do more harm to the baby. So it took it took a few months, but by the time I had Lola, I was in a really good place again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really bad, maybe three, four months, just curled up in a ball crying, just absolutely, you know, full on panic attacks, not sleeping, not eating. Um, that was a really bad time. But then when Lola came along, you know, obviously she's a wonder, so it changed things a bit. Lovely. I mean, uh, when, I mean uh, when did 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 you know what what brought you to that point? Uh, was it the pregnancy? Was it your first child? Uh, was it the whole, you know, the the future? Did that did that get to you a bit? Yeah, I think definitely it was a lot of that, and it was. I mean, it was definitely hormones. It was definitely being off my antidepressant was being away from my family and being pregnant, you know, with, with my first child. It, it was, it was all of those things at once. It was everything. Um, so, and that was probably one of the worst, worst times I've ever had. 
what um during what were the worst times that you've ever had um people have support systems uh do you do, do, do you have or did you have one um in a way yes i mean it was nice that i had a psychiatrist here that i was seeing monthly at that point um we only spoke in indonesian and my indonesian then was okay it was not as good as it is now but it was okay and Anki has had to really learn about it i mean he's really had to, i mean because mental health as you know in indonesia is not i mean i think it's getting more i don't know yeah getting help uh or knowing that there were other people out there like my psychiatrist at the time she would say you know you're not the only one other people you know balinese people sometimes they freak out in temple or they you know or they feel you know they have panic attacks in social situations or whatever but you know a lot of times they obviously have no idea what it is so and also i think um anki's family you know they were they i don't know how much they understood but they were just there and that you know and that was nice to know um because that is enough just having someone there yeah no yeah often but like you know just being there you know bringing you a cup of tea or whatever yeah yeah just you know just being supportive like if Anki wasn't at home like if he was away you know they would really help me out with Lola and um you know if I got scared and I wanted to sleep up in the house with them they were like yeah you know they're like, don't sleep in your house by yourself. You know, it's another Indonesian thing. <laughs> you know? But um, yeah, no, they were they were pretty good. And um, you know, and I also knew my parents were there. I mean, they both of my parents have suffered with anxiety and panic attacks and all kinds of things. So um, well, being supported <laughs> way, yeah, it's a it's a family trait. <laughs> That's why I always struggle to figure out or not. It's like after I've been doing all this stuff, my mom realizes like, wait a minute, I have this. So we're like, mm, okay, so it probably is hereditary, but again, yeah, I mean, it can, um, it definitely is in a lot of cases. So mm -hmm. you know, it's either you know, it's not necessarily a learned behavior, right? Yeah. This happened with your pregnancy with Mama. Did it? Was it better with your second pregnancy with Mama? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I did. I never came off my antidepressant through that time, uh, which helped, I think. And also, I had, I had more support. I even Anki went away for. He was away for what six six weeks or some two months when I was pregnant with Marlo and I was okay. I just, you know, got on with it. But definitely first pregnancy is way scarier. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, it was a uh I mean I still felt like crap. I still felt horrible all the time. But but yeah, that was that was definitely pregnancy not, you know, feeling awful about not having a support system and i had more friends then um i think when i was pregnant with lola i didn't really know that many people or i wasn't close to that many people and then 
when Lola was little, I taught at a school and I made a lot of friends there. So I had tons of people from that job that I loved and spent time with when I was pregnant with Marlo. So um, my support system was even bigger then. And it was more like people who were married to Indonesians and, you know, Canadians, Americans, English. So it was really even better. So, throughout your life now, with having two kids, compared to the ones before when you had two kids, like, you know, when you were in university, um, traveling around and all that stuff, um, so do, you, do you think that, you've, uh, that you adapted well to your anxiety? Um, you know, you know how anxiety is a, a fickle beast. It changes with no matter what you, um, what situation you're in. So, okay, you get used to being anxious in this situation and then it pops up somewhere else. Like, Hey, Oh, you didn't know you were anxious in this situation. Um, so I struggle with it still really badly. And I've been for about, I guess about a year I've been going through quite a lot of like, you know, um, I find it really difficult to, to go, just go out and do things. I have to build up to it. Um, going out with the kids, I don't want them to see me having panic attacks. I think that is really detrimental for them. So it's difficult. Um, but um, I'm, yeah, it's different. It's just really different now. And I wish, of course, that it would just go away. Um, and it did go away for a while. I was. Um, I was exercising a lot and found that that was like the biggest, the best cure for me. Um, it, I mean, in, in like just absolutely, if I exercise, I feel better. And then I hurt my shoulder and that was the start of a really, another really bad period of it because you get used to your body gets used to getting rid of all this energy and, you know, being happy and, and yeah, doing my shoulder and really, I struggled with that. And I'm still trying to get back into working out again. Um, that was now I can't, hmm? was that recently? That was, um, that was about two years ago, I guess that I really hurt my shoulder and then it took quite a long time to get back to where I could actually like lift my arm up and stuff. Cause I really, I buggered my shoulder really badly. Um, and then, so now I can't go to the gym because of COVID, which I'm struggling with. And I know I should be doing more at home, but you know, I've got two kids at home and it's difficult. And I'm actually, um, I was doing Muay Thai before this all happened. Um, I was doing Muay Thai, I was doing training, I was teaching a hit class, um, super fit, super just like doing really well. And it's just gone downhill. So, you know, like when you know the solution to feeling crap, but it's really hard to get there. It's really hard to like make it to the solution. So, um, yeah, that's hope. Oh.
um, so that's, I mean, that's something I really have to work on. So that's, yeah, I'm still really, I'm still struggling, you know, and especially at the moment, like knowing my mom's going to go soon. I wake up in the morning anxious every morning. Just it, this, this kind of like falls nicely to, to the situation right now, like during during the pandemic, uh, because you're in Bali. I mean, I'm in England. Um, two different, very uh, even. You you spoke about like it was a massive disruption in your life, like others, uh, but especially people that, uh, that do suffer from anxiety. Uh, the situation, the situation that we find ourselves in right now, like I, 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 at first I was very, very, uh, you know, I was very anxious. I was quite depressed, and um, uh, like in the first week, because I didn't know what my job uh, situation was 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 at that time. Um, am I still in a job here and there? Thankfully, I've been furloughed, uh, and that was probably the turn of uh, me becoming better, uh, like fi finding a, a, a route out of this during the pandemic. Once I was told that I was furloughed, like, you know, you know what, at least it's, uh, it's set in stone now, okay? At least I know what to do. At least I'm not floating about feeling useless at work. Yeah. You know, it's like as a photographer, I'm not allowed to go out. <laughs> you know, so and and being a photographer as well, being stuck at home uh, in the first few months, it was it was quite challenging. But I, to myself, like thankfully, uh, I I found this pandemic a bit a bit of a um, of, of time to kind of uh, figure out what what I am and how grateful I am with uh, with everything. Um, so. With your experience, I'd just like to know a little bit more about the situation over there. Um, so because I work freelance and I have you know my own website and stuff, um, of course, um, you know I was worried. I rely on tourism like most of people here for my website. But then as I, you know, as time went on, I've realized how much time I was spending doing something and not getting that much back from it. So with my website, I kind of decided to put that aside. Um, the one major thing that we're doing at the moment is um, Anki and I have rented a building um, and we're opening a training center for like martial arts and um, hit training, strength training and stuff. And we were supposed to open in July. So um, but the good thing about it is that we have more time now. Mm. We're just taking our time, you know. So at first, yeah, of course, I was, I felt sick. You know, I couldn't, I thought that's it. You know, we're never going to be able to open this place. We're going to go poor. We, you know, we're not going to be able to pay for school. But um, to be honest, I've actually got more writing work um, for one of the jobs I do. Um, Onki's got tons of work, so we're good there. And I've really been able to take this time with the kids, which has been so nice. Mm. I've slowed down. Like usually I'm just go, go, go all the time to keep my mind off of things. Um, and we've been able, I mean, we've been doing all kinds of projects at home and just spending time together, which has been really, really nice. Um, and I miss my friends. 
I miss going out and having dinner with my friends and stuff like that. And sometimes like last night just got way too much and I shouted at everyone and I had to go and have a cry and then I had to go to sleep. Um, yesterday was a shitty day. Um, but then today, you know, my mom's been doing a project with Marlo about the Great Barrier Reef and I did a bit of work and then we've been doing some lino cutting and we're going to cook a nice dinner and, you know, and actually that I prefer that. I really prefer it. You know, I'm realizing that I'm a very social person, but also just hanging out at home is really nice. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are realizing that. And uh, so actually the, the whole pandemic thing, it's very hard to, to, act, to really know what's going on. And you, we've had to kind of just, um, resign ourselves to not really knowing because we're in Indonesia and you know like my sister had it her husband had it we didn't worry about them too much obviously it's been horrible in some places but here we've been kind of waiting for something awful to happen which you kind of feel sick every morning when you wake up oh my god are we gonna get news that it's just like exploded across Bali but it hasn't happened so what are we going to do it's you know it's just like when mount agung was erupting we're just waiting just waiting and waiting for an eruption and what can you do you can't live like that you can't you can't live you know with your heart in your mouth all the time it's just too much so some days yeah bad some days it's just normal And how, how are you feeling with your, uh, with your mom? You were saying that you were quite anxious with your mom going back. Was it, big, was it the anxiety of her going back to England? Or is it, is it more kind of like your, a nice support system? She's my support system. And, you know, I did think about going back to the Isle of Man. Uh, at this point, I can't. I can't be repatriated. And actually, Anki said no. He just said no, you're not going. So, um, it, yeah, that's, that's tough, but I also know that I've got to get back to normal life, you know, and it's hard. I think the, the scariest thing is that Anki's working so much and I'm with the kids 24 hours a day, you know, and usually we'd have my fa or Anki's family to help, but I've been really distancing myself from them because of you know, the hygiene and everything, it's probably all right now, but the kids are just used to being with me now. They're not used to being with the family anymore. And um, I don't know, it's, it's kind of, it's just kind of strange. I feel very distant from them, which doesn't help with my anxiety, but Anki's just going to have to help me more. That's all. <laughs> he's just going to have to be here more. So I think if he gets all like this work done, he's working in Tabanan at the moment. He's there pretty much every day. So I have no support from him, but hopefully as we can go out a little bit more, we can go and see friends and you know, all of that stuff. And Lola won't be online all day long, so we won't be stuck in the house. Yeah, she's, I mean, she needs to not be schooling at home. It's not right for her either, but they're doing their best. So, you know, I, yeah, it's, I'm very anxious about my mom going, but, I think, again, once it happens, I'll deal with it, you know? I mean, I was going through a really bad period of anxiety uh, last year sometime, and 
Anki had to go to Jakarta and I didn't know how long he was going to be there. It ended up being almost two weeks. But once he was gone, I mean, I was really anxious, like the first day. And then I just, I mean, you get on with it. And then actually you feel better for doing it. You know, it's like those big anxieties that you just have to face. So um, right. it's, right. it's horrible thinking about it. And I'm probably going to be anxious a lot when she goes, but then I'll get back to normal. And that's one thing about having my parents so far away and they come for big chunks of time. I get so used to having them here. And then when they go, it's pretty devastating, you know, but that's living here, you know, I, that's my, that was my choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, once they, once they had to leave, it's like, it's like ripping a bandaid really, really slowly because like, you, it's amazing they get here, but from day one, one day, one day, one Wednesday, one day, 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 like we're talking about before just briefly about hereditary um uh, if your kids do suffer from a range of anxieties or mental health disorders whatever do you feel like you're in the best place to, uh, to help them i know it's a bit of a strange question to ask, but like because you had experience like definitely and i think that's i think that's why um you know yeah i'm terrified of them seeing it in me but also um because i don't want that to be a learned behavior but yeah of course you know if i can say i this is how it is and you know this is how you deal with it of course and the earlier you start that the better um of course i don't want that for them at all you know and lola has showed shown a couple of little signs of it and you know i just spent a lot of time with her talking and stuff and she's been really good since so um marlo's dancing in the other room he's mm. not showing any signs <laughs> um but yeah it's i i hope so yeah that's that's all i can say is that i hope so and i think you know my parents have done a pretty good job with me um you hope for it not to happen, but I hope that I will be able to help them if I if it does. Right. Yeah, because it's like some people like uh, like let's say for me for example like um, when I was growing up I never knew that it happened. and when I did go to when I did go to, uh, I slowly realized from home like you know my mum was quite hard on me my mum like the Asian the Asian mother it's like if you had a if you had a B in your exam how come you can't get an A. You know, even though that she's trying to push you to do better, it's just a kind of like, it went the other way for me. You know? So it would have been nice to have uh, uh, a parent that, you know, say, okay, you know, everything is fine. Like I went through this, yeah. you know, someday when I do have kids, then God forbid they have to go through like, you know, anxieties or whatever, like depression, like at least I'm, I, I feel like I'm in a good place to tell them like, you know, I had this as well. I know what you're going through. Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. Yeah.
So uh, yeah, well, I think just one more one more thing to ask uh, is it's like uh, I always talk about um, uh, my my small wins, my little small victories, and my anxiety. And I like let's say like photo shoot just before the photo shoot, like you know the the the, the anxiety of like you know meeting these new people and like you know even going into my car, I was like, oh, I'm going close to them. I've got 10 minutes before the photo shoot. I'm freaking out, <laughs> you know? But then after it's done, I leave, I leave their location and uh, I go back into my car. Um, I turn on the ignition. I feel like, oh, I've done it. You know, could you tell me like a little, a little example? Um, let's see. I mean, yeah, I, I'm exactly the same going into a meeting or, you know, and no one will ever notice that you're anxious. No one ever knows. They're like, Oh my God, you're so chill. You're so laid back. Um, but going into a meeting or someone that I don't know, definitely shortness of breath. I feel a bit sick. You know, I think, Oh my God, what if I have to get up and leave or, you know, I don't want to be rude or look anxious or whatever. And then, yeah, absolutely. I have that, that definitely. And then afterwards, I'm like, whoo, that was fun. That was all right. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, oh, what was all that about? That was, that person was really nice or, you know. So yeah, there's definitely like that congratulations for doing something afterwards, even though, you know, of course you can do it. Of course, you know, it, it's just, you know, we're not doing anything special, but of course it feels like you're doing something so special because it's something you're so anxious about beforehand. So here's my boy. Um, you can come, you can come sit down. Look, he's here again. He can't resist, he's a social, a social butterfly like his mother. Um, but yeah, definitely. And like when I, um, when I started teaching classes, it gets, I get really excited about it. Like, of course I'm nervous. Like, oh my God, what if I mess up? What if, you know, people don't like me or, but afterwards you feel so good. You know, it feels so great to be able to do something like that. And also the flying and all, you know, just they're little wins, right? Every day is a, a little win going to the supermarket and not, you know, and feeling fine about it and all that.